Hello, beautiful minds and beautiful hearts. Welcome to Business to Happiness podcast. My name is Mariana May and I am your host. In this episode, we have a special guest. His name is Nelson J. Zambrano. He comes from United States and he is a man that focuses his energy and mind on building meaningful relationships and experiences. He is highly dedicated and caring to his family, while at the same time he leads a reliable real estate business, serving his clients and their needs. He is a husband, a father, and a retired U.S. Army officer. He is curious about new technologies and uses them as very powerful tools for learning. In today's episode, he will share with us his wisdom and experiences. Welcome, Nelson. Thank you so much for being here. Mariana, thank you very much for having me. And with that introduction, I, I think you're going to interview someone else. So I'm just going to leave. That's, that's someone else that's coming. You are so humble. <laughs> uh, but, well, I was, that was quite an introduction. Um, but thank you. Thank you for being here. And I'm, I really, I'm very happy to talk with you. You are the person that is very, very passionate about communication about relationships and about experiences. So what is most important to you in life? Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's almost like asking me the meaning of life yes. and, um, and answer it as, as soon as you can before the next TV commercial. Um, the, uh, what's most important to me? What's most important to me? I guess, it's, maybe it's not one single thing. It's a combination of things. Uh, uh, one is um, the relationships that we have, and within that comes the experiences because they're they're all they're all connected. That they're all connected together. Um, and the first relationship is with ourselves, right? How comfortable are we with ourselves? And uh, then with the people that surround us, the closest people. Um, the people that aren't even so close and uh, the experiences we have in life. Because for me, again, for me, I can only talk about my own experiences. Those are the things that shape us. Those are the things that define us, what we do, what I have done. Um, so those experiences, they, they even shape of how we look at things, how I look at things. So that's very important to me. For example, um, when I spend time with my daughter, my eight-year-old daughter, you know, uh, we have a relationship, right? And how she looks at her father and how I look at her. Um, and I know that how I come across and what I do and what I don't do will shape her as she grows up. That will define what she expects from in a man in the future or men in the future. So those things are very important to me. So relationships with other people, with significant people from your surrounding, especially with your family and daughter. So this is true. Relationships with other people define us, shape us. And we perceive mm -hmm. also through their eyes because we are so connected. We share same energy, we breathe the same air. So we are so connected and then we perceive world in very similar way. 
this is the reason why people say that if you want to be successful, you need to surround yourself with successful people. Yeah, that's very true. That, that is, it's more true than true, I guess I'll say. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. And how you perceive success? Uh, a lot of that depends on the, uh, you know, I guess the phase in life, the point in life, right? Um, for my daughter, success might be, hey, I woke up on time and I got to school, right? Or I'm with my friends, uh, or I'm doing something and my father didn't catch me, right? Um, so that might be success. Um, but I think it's, it's being at where you need to be and doing the things you need to be. Um, and, and also legacy too. So for example, for me, success after the 9-11 attacks was to leave everything behind and do something and go somewhere. So that to me was success. It was, um, I wanted to, I wanted success twice, right? Quote unquote success. One is I've always disliked being the person in the audience, the, the person with the comments in the background, right? Uh, only what the person is, the group that's in the middle, whether it's in the game, in the fight, in the activity, theirs is the only opinion that matters. Uh, and the other thing to me was I was always looking at, or I look at <clears throat> in the future, you know, my kids or my grandkids or my great grandkids, because I think I'm going to live to be 150 years old at least uh, and be healthy and, you know, energetic is when they say, hey, uh, granddad or great granddaddy, when the 9-11 attacks happened, what did you do? What, what did you do? And I want to tell them, no, I, I did stuff. You know, I went overseas. I, I did all these things to make the world a better place. Because it's easy to criticize. That's the easiest thing to do. But to do something, that takes a lot of energy. So that's how I kind of, I define success. So you are not just thinking about your present life, like in this present moment, you are thinking about your legacy. What will your grand-grandchildren talk about you? So they have their own hero. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, and now I'm starting to think even beyond that. Uh, now I'm starting to think uh, well past 100 years, you know, 500 years um, into the future. You know, because that's our, and especially now, um, because of technology, advances in science, first of all, we might actually still be around. Right. We, we might still be around. That's the first thing we might still be around. OK, so um, and the other thing is that um, when I read about legacies like the Rockefellers or the Carnegie's and what they did. is kind of shaped the world, mm. shaped my life. So I, I, I think about those things. So you want yeah. to be the first in the first line who will shape and who will shape the the world with his own mind with his own work and legacy and contribution so you are very focused you are going step by step but you're very focused to really 
live, give something to this world, the way you are, the way you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I wasn't born when he was president, but uh, something that uh, was said, and then as a kid I grew up, I would see it on the walls and stuff uh, from President Kennedy, John F. Kennedy. Um, don't ask what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Um, so that was something I always just remember hearing as a little kid growing up. Mm. This is very stuck in your mind. And so your mm -hmm. next, when you think you are thinking very big, so you are a big thinker, how do you say in English language, you know? So, so you have really this mission and this clear vision. You are not just thinking about five years or 25 years, you are thinking 100, 200 years. And this is what means to dream big and to really do the action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's important to be around people that think that way. Uh, that's huge. That is huge, 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 huge. Um, to think about legacy, to act on legacy, um, and then recognize that we're human beings too. How do you surround yourself with such kind of people who are big thinkers, thought leaders? Uh, that's almost like a part-time job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the first thing is to uh, books, books, right? To read books. Um, I, I love reading books. And, um, and then the book itself, right? It, it has to, depending on the phase, because let's say a book about Steve Jobs when Steve Jobs was in high school and in college is a very different from Steve Jobs started Apple, a very different when Steve Jobs came back to Apple, right? But it's the same man. It's the same person. It just is depending the, the, that in the timeline of his life. So, but the books are important to see at what point and where, right? Mm. Um, and now with technology, we have uh, videos, um, you know, um, YouTube, a ways of, um, you know, finding out more about people. Uh, I love watching documentaries. Um, so that, that's a great way of doing things. Uh, Ted talks are fantastic. And then also, um, being able to meet people, I'll do anything to meet a person anything. I'll jump on a plane. I'll, I'll do whatever I got to do to meet them. Okay. I'll show up at their favorite restaurant and get the seat next to them. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, uh, I'll do all those things and to be of value to them. Um, and if possible to become part of their inner circle. Um, because then it's easy for me to learn. And, and this applies across the board, whether it's health, nutrition, uh, fitness, money, uh, business, relationships, environment, my environment, my physical environment around me. Um, I'll apply that to anything. So you said something mm. very true. You said uh, to give value then. So you will uh, invest your time, your energy, your good intention and your attention so they, that other, other uh, uh, people feel that you are really there for them 
and you will give value. What kind of value? What you really can do for other people in a business world, for example. So when you have a new clients, what you do so that this client say, oh my God, Nelson is so amazing. I want to work with him. Okay. Well, for someone that says you're so, I'm so amazing, that takes a lot of work. Okay. That, <laughs> that doesn't happen on the first meeting. Um, and if anything, I, I think people probably say that more about you than about me. The, um, you know, almost they kind of have to define the value, right? It's what's important to them. It's what is important to them at their at that point in their life. So I have to be able to read them, understand them, and almost like have a picture of them, like an avatar. I have an avatar of them. And then I know how I can add value to their lives or to that group. Um, and again, I go back to books. Uh, there's a great book called Think and Grow Rich. Um, it's a fantastic book. It even has the chapters in there on how to add value. Um, so that's very good. And it depends on what is it that they need or what is it that they fear or what is it worries them. That's where I can add in value. What, what are they curious about? What is something that can hurt them? Mm. So you're oh. f- focused on their needs? what they are scared of, what can hurt them. So it's like what they really want and what they don't want. So it's like something mm-hmm. that they really need and they want or they think they need, but it may, mm-hmm. maybe they don't need, but they think they need. And what they are afraid of, they want to get rid of. So when you are focusing on these two aspects, you just cover so many things. What question you also think, ask yourself when you creating this um, uh, uh, client uh, avatar? Um, well, I, I, I want to find out everything I can about them. So, for example, uh, where do they like to hang out? What are their hobbies, their ages, um, the issues that they face? Um, so all of that, all, all of that starts in there. Um, for me, so, and then a lot depends on also where I meet people. So for example, I join certain clubs, certain organizations, certain places. One is I get to, I like the environment, right? I like the environment. Um, it's, it says that environment automatic, automatically says Nelson may look differently from me but he obviously must spend time here, okay? So that makes it easy communication, easy right off the bat. Um, and um, so that, that's a, a key thing right there. And then as far as questions, um, a lot of it is just being a good listener. It's just being a really good listener. Um, when a person, um, they may ask, you may ask a person, hey, what are your thoughts on ABC topic? Um, or something that I do is, and this is a, a personal thing, I, when I ask a person, how are you doing? I'm really asking them how they're doing. I'm ready for a 10 minute response. 
you are really committed, dedicated to really be there for this particular person. Like, okay, how are you? And I'm ready to listen to all your pain and suffering for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm committed. So, so I don't ask people. If I'm not ready, I, don't, I, don't, yes. I won't say, hey, how are you? I, I won't, I'll say good morning and I'll mm. keep on walking. Or, or I'll say, um, and another thing is, I, I won't say, how are you? Because in some cases, somebody might tell me and I'm not ready, you know? So you are really dedicated to know what are people's needs what they really um, want to achieve in life and how can you provide them this value. So for example, you are in a retail business and this is the question for you. Do people buy house or home? What people buy, house or home? Um. <clears throat> I think people buy a uh, sense of community. Uh, people want to have is a community. That's, that's what they want. Um, generally speaking, that's what I believe people want. Um, so, and, and in my business, um, we buy apartment buildings, apartment complexes, okay? So we, that's what we invest in. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And, um, and particularly student housing. Uh, I really like student housing uh, apartment complexes. So what folks are looking for all across the board is they want a sense of community. They want a place that's safe, that's uh, secure, um, that's a good, a good value for them, and, uh, and a sense of community, a sense where they're with like-minded people, like-minded people. So, um, so a, a home, a house, which is not the same, a home and a house is two different things. They look the same, but they're two different things. But a sense of community is where the people to your left, the people to your right, you have similar values. You have similar values, similar experiences. You're going through things together the same. <clears throat> and that creates a sense of trust. So, um, so I'd say that's what people are looking for, a sense of community. And wherever I can help create a sense of community, um, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit a base hit. Um, and like in baseball, if you get enough base hits, you get a home run. Mm, this, mm -hmm. is, this is a very good point of view. So because people, I want to buy apartment, I want to buy house, but reality is they really want to have this to be part of community that is safe, that they can express themselves and really enjoy their time. So they're buying experiences and community. Mm -hmm. This is what they buy. They don't buy the four walls. They're buying this sense of belonging, right? This is community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a huge thing. We don't... Uh... As human beings, we are biological beings, okay? We're, even though people might say I'm independent, nobody's really independent. This is that, so that's true. like a big lie, okay? If, if somebody was independent, 
they would spend all their time thinking about food, shelter, um, and survival. You know, that's all a person would spend their time thinking about. Um, we can talk because somebody created the internet and Wi-Fi and all this technology. Okay. So I'm not really independent. You and I are not independent. <clears throat> we are very dependent. Mm -hmm. Because we are all connected. And we really, because our existence is based upon how we can communicate, communicate with other people. It is our survival. Mm -hmm. Because we, whatever we do, we are making something for other people. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely very true. Definitely very, very true. Um, from your perspective, so you are a businessman, you are a father, you are a great man that people like, loves to hang with, right? <laughs> so from your perspective, and maybe you have some experiences, uh, what do you think, what a young woman entrepreneur needs to do so she can be successful and happy while building her own career? This is the point of man. Um, what does a young female entrepreneur do? Um, this well, is the first thing is, is and mm -hmm. this is wise advice. No, go ahead. This is wise advice from a businessman. So this is important to hear. Uh, wow, uh, this is a, this is a tough question. Um, I guess. First of all, I'm not a woman, right? So, uh, right. So I, I can only talk from my perspective, my perspective as a man. Um, and the first thing is to decide, is this something I really want to do? Um, because <clears throat> it sounds sexy, right? It sounds very, oh, entrepreneur, the word sounds sexy. But the reality is very different. A lot of times you're alone um, by myself. Um, so decide, is this something I want to do? And what's my payoff in doing it? And maybe it's something that I don't, I don't go to two extremes. Is one is I'm an employee, one is I'm an entrepreneur. Maybe I do something that's somewhere in between. And then at some point I can slowly get them to cross over, right? Um, so that, that can happen. So th those are questions a person needs to ask themselves, whether they're a male or a female. And... Um, you know, what is it that they're going to get? What's the payoff? What's the reward? Um, spend time with different types of entrepreneurs. Spend some time. Association, relationship. Uh, find out. Then seek out the best ones possible that that person can find. Male and female. Male and female. Find them out. Um, and then find out, look for, hunt them down, the ones <clears throat> that you say, I want to be like that person, male or female. It doesn't matter. To me, it doesn't matter. Some of my role models are females. Okay. Um, and, and get close with them and ask them questions. Um, what's your life like? What were your challenges? Um, what's your social life like? Um, how do you meet people? Right? Because those are all, all those things come in, right? So that, that would be, the, the big thing is, is what am I going to get out of this? What do I want to give? What do I want to give up? 
Because mm. okay. I, I got to give something up. I, I have to give something up. I have to give something up. Okay. So it's not just what I want to achieve. It's what I need to sacrifice, what I need to uh, give up. Yeah. You know, somebody taught me something really good. It's called Jomo. Somebody taught me that. The joy of missing out. <laughs> I love that. Because today everyone are so <clears throat> scared of, of, there is so uh, uh, much fear of missing out. And people like to be uh, informed about everything. And they really... Mm -hmm pass very quickly time pass very quickly and i'm the person that like joy of missing out because i as an introvert i really like to spend time with myself and in silence in, in, in silence and to be alone and of course to connect with the world but majority of the people they think that they must be connected all the time because they will miss something but we miss so many things during the day but from my perspective, people miss themselves, you know, they don't have, they don't pay attention to themselves. They're not aware of their needs. They are not really there, you know, they're not in the present moment mindful. So for example, you said that you are really dedicated to conversation, to uh, building relationships to really be there for other people so you I believe and I see that you are very mindful and this is your big plus you know your big big uh, your very big strength because you are good listeners a uh, listener and you really want to give some value to whoever you are talking and even when you ask how are you you really ask this question when you no, I have time to talk with you. So when I think when people start to uh, behave like you, I will ask this, this most common question in the whole world, how are you? But I will not say like, oh, how are you? Goodbye. I will ask you and I will be there. And this is so important. This way you show respect and you give your time. And time is the most precious thing in the world because we don't have, we cannot manage the time. We can only manage ourselves in the time. So this is, this is my compliments to you. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. And I accept it. I accept Great. your compliment. Great. Um, you were working in military. <clears throat> so what was routine that you can share with us that really shaped you? your personality, your character, and that help and, and that is already also helping you today. Uh, a habit or a routine that I got in the military? Yes. <clears throat> um, hmm. Well, I, you know what? Um, now this is, uh, it's, it's a habit. It's a way of thinking. Um, which at the same time, it's, I'm going to say is a weakness too, right? Mm -hmm. It's a weakness too. It's focusing only on the result, mm -hmm. right? So, <clears throat> excuse me, the military for me was big on uh, the result of things and, um, and the process, the way of doing things. Um, 
because in the U.S. in our military, we uh, a lot we spend a lot of money, a lot of money on training, uh, training whether it's physical, whether it's mental. Um, <clears throat> are you familiar with the butterfly effect? Yes. Yes. Okay. I learned about the butterfly effect in the army. Okay. So when I tell people, they're like, what, how could you? Yeah. That, that's where I learned about it in, in the military. So, and for listeners that don't know about the butterfly effect, it's a, it was a theory that came out that a, a, a butterfly flapping its wings could cause almost hurricane force winds. And they thought that the scientist was crazy and then it was actually proved that it could actually happen. So, um, so the, 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 um, the first thing is on the result, but at the same time, I found that I needed to add some compassion and empathy with that. Right. So it can't be just the result. It's how do we get the result and, um, <clears throat> be more, I guess, human or caring about, uh, about the result. So a person can say, um, to someone, this is an example. Um, I'll give you two examples in a relationship and in business. One could be uh, telling the spouse, hey, you're looking fat. You need to lose weight, right? That's kind of result, right? You need to lose weight, right? Mm -hmm. That's very um, – and if you, if you get fat, you're going to be um, – it's going to hurt your business. It's going to hurt your heart. It's going to mess up your health. Uh, you know, all these things. And this is all true. That's the result, right? That's the result we don't want. But maybe to add some compassion to that, which would be, um, hey, honey, I really care about you. Um, I'm really concerned about what's happening. And um, what is it that I can do to support you? So that's adding the, the purpose, the compassion behind it to help get the result. And, um, and in business, it might be, hey, look, these numbers are down, we, you know, or else you're going to get fired, let's say. Um, and it might be asking someone, hey, look, um, you know, you're a valuable part of this team. Um, it's not easy to get on this team. And I think there's something going on. Is there something you'd like to talk about? Is, is there something you'd like to talk about? or um, what can we do, or just do it automatically, just take the initiative. So like, for example, when a person says, <clears throat> excuse me, let's say somebody has a death in the family, right? And um, you'll hear people say, hey, call me if you need me. To hell with that, okay? People aren't gonna pick up that phone. It's up to me as a leader to pick up the phone and call. It's up to me as a leader to get, go over there, knock on the door. Um, I still send handwritten thank you notes. You know, um, so that's up to me to do that. So that's showing the compassion, the caring. Mm. This is and then the Mm-hmm. Human touch and this is a very, very big difference. So in the first case, there is just order, 
do this, do this, do mm -hmm. this, or it will be consequences. But in the, in the other case, it's like you make other people, other person to feel accepted as the way he or she is. So, for example, mm -hmm. when you said for uh, spouse, I really care about you, about your health. So I am accepting you fully and how can I help you? And of course, when you do that, compassion, kindness and acceptance, things change. People change. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And, and I still get the result I want. Right. Yes, yeah. so do, you don't have, mm -hmm. you don't get resistance, you get yes, <laughs> and the result. Yeah. Sometimes resistance, mm -hmm. but it's much easier. So, yes, this is a very good example, both of them. Mm -hmm. And what we and, do... And I try, I, it, 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 and I try. That, that took me a while to get there, okay? Um, I mean, I'll tell you right now, in, in relationships, it wasn't always like that, you know. Um, it, uh, I mean, if I saw, um, I mean, this is a real-life example, okay, real-life example. Um, if I saw, you know, like uh, you get a, a mole or something like that on the face, and I, and I would say something like this, hey, is that cancer? Okay. If that is, I know the best cancer specialist we're going to get that taken care of right now. Okay. Tomorrow be ready at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, he, he's booked with appointments, but I'm going to get us in there first. So to me, that's what I thought was caring. You know, we're going to take care of that. That's a result. Why? Cause I want to see you alive, healthy. Well, maybe I could add some more compassion to that. Okay. I like yes. that. This Cause is I asked very... you how you were doing and I saw that. So we're taking care of it. Mm. Okay. Solution oriented, like do that right yeah. now. <laughs> mm -hmm. But then you add more this kind of and compassion, and <clears throat> you get better results. Yes. So this is what people need to do. So this is your advice: be solution oriented, but add kindness and compassion. Yeah, and uh, and we'll find out more as far as whatever it is about, we'll actually get in deeper and find out more what's, what's going on versus the exterior shell. Mm, great. What would you recommend women to do less in the business world? I'm almost scared to answer that question. Let me think about that. I'll come back to that question. <laughs> in the next episode. In the future, in the one yeah. with the episode, yes. Uh -huh. So you can think about that. Uh -huh. Okay, so the opposite question, what you think they need to do more? Is it easier question or not? You know, a, a lot of really good leadership I saw in the military, okay? Um, because they do spend a lot of money um, training on leadership and management. So, um, to do more of is to refine their management and leadership style, which is the difference between a manager and a leader. It's two, two different things. They meet in the middle, which is two totally different things. 
and to be around good leaders, male and female, good managers, male and female. Um, oh, okay, I'll tell you what to do, Les. Stop trying to be a man. Um, stop trying to be like a man, okay? Um, so develop their own leadership style as a woman, okay? Um, <clears throat> that really aggravates me when I see a woman trying to be a man, okay? Because instead, maybe refine their own leadership style, their own management style. Uh, women and men were very different. And, um, but those differences are the strength. You know, those differences are the strength. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, I had a, an officer, she was a female officer, and she was the youngest least amount of rank in a group of us. And we were all uh, majors and colonels. Uh, excuse me, I was a captain, she was a lieutenant. And um, something was going on with some soldiers and some exercise or something. And one of the soldiers was talking with a really low voice. Now, generally, there's a saying in the military, say, hey, sound off, talk as if you got a pair of, you know what, right? Um, a pair of balls. And and, and I was thinking, well, I wonder if she's going to say that. And I, I was thinking to myself, I wonder if she's going to say that. Because that's almost like the automatic response, right? And she said something, and I thought this was brilliant. She said, sound off, talk as if you had breakfast. And I was thinking, that is brilliant. That is so brilliant. Now, why is that brilliant? Well, first of all, <clears throat> she demonstrated caring and compassion. Right. Hey, did you actually have breakfast? Right. I mean, this is caring. And so many times people you see them dragging and oh, they have especially younger generation. They drink like five Red Bulls and they think they think they don't need sleep because they had five Red Bulls. No, get sleep and eat breakfast and that'll give you energy throughout the rest of the day. And um, so she actually demonstrated her feminine part of caring. And she did it in a very feminine way, in a very male, military, masculine environment. <clears throat> and, uh, and she got the point across, which is take care of yourself. Eat breakfast. Because that's why you're dragging and you're affecting the mission. And I thought that was brilliant. You know, she, she didn't degrade him. She didn't beat up on his masculine like another man. Ah, you know, be a man about it. She said, sound off as if you had breakfast. And then she actually asked, did you have breakfast? And the guy's like all embarrassed, you know, well, you know, I was busy. He says, you always have time for breakfast. And, um, and then he did what he needed to do, whatever it was. So that's an example of she never lost her femininity got the point across. So I, I, th I thought that was a genius. Mm. I, I thought that was genius. And she was one of the most sought after officers uh, in the unit. Everybody wanted to have her work in their, in their group. This is very beautiful story. Uh, she was like um, this mother and grand grandmother 
uh, uh, kindness, you know. Did you eat breakfast? Mm hmm. Yeah. So she and, was and, like, and she, and she, yeah. Yeah. And she was able to weave it in. That was amazing. I think she could, she could just weave it in and out. Mm, she just, yes. She was very balanced. So she was caring. And like you, when you hear that question, did you eat your breakfast? You know, this is very important. Someone really cares about you. So it's very great story and a good lesson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so for women, I'd say to focus on their, um, on their skills and to be just as good um, to, again, people skills and to be able to read people well. And to eat breakfast. So they have to eat breakfast. <laughs> this yeah. is very important. Gotta have that breakfast. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank Gotta you so that. thank you so much, Nelson. It was very interesting and inspiring uh, conversation with you. I really believe that listeners really had a good time listening to this conversation. So thank you so much for being here. And of course, I will see you in the future. We will talk again. Because it's amazing to talk yes, to you. <laughs> yes. Okay, Mariana. <laughs> okay, I appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. And um, by the way, could I uh, put a little plug out there? Of course. Um, okay, so um, for your listeners, that would like to know about uh, how to invest in the U.S. or in, you can uh, follow me on uh, my podcast, Investing in America, Investing in America. Also, um, starting off on Instagram. So that's a area that I'm growing in is that technology. So you can follow me on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. And also, we will be having a book come out. I'll have a book uh, and it'll be on Investing in America, How Foreigners Can Invest in U.S. Real Estate. And the book consists of a series of interviews with key people during the life cycle of a real estate investment. So it'll cover the entire gamut of the life cycle of a real estate investment. And it'll be a series of interviews as if, you know, who would you want to meet on a plane if you were coming to the U.S. to invest? It'll be just a conversation. Amazing. And so Nelson mm -hmm. is the person that you really want to connect if you want if you are a foreigner who want to invest in America. So so you will be uh, you will have the best support. Nelson is the guy. Nelson is the man <laughs> for this. I recommend. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you thank so much, you, Nelson. You. And I believe that one day I will invest in America. So we will also have cooperation. Everything is possible. Well, guess what, Mariana? You're already investing in America. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nelson, so much. And see you in Miami, America, London, wherever, in Croatia. Forever. And you're already investing in America because... We're talking. That's an investment. Yes, this is true. We are giving value. And you never know. Someone mm -hmm. can really listen and say, oh my God, I really need this. And then, great value. Sharing mm -hmm. is caring. Thank you so much, Nelson. Dear mm -hmm. listeners, please visit uh, Nelson 
Instagram, Invest in America, right? And you also have a website. Yes, uh, our website is normandygroup.us. Normandy, like the invasion of Normandy, normandygroup.us. Great, amazing. Once again, thank you, Nelson. Dear listeners, remember to invest in yourself, to invest in your community. And when you buy, when you plan to buy a house, apartment, uh, remember that you are really want this beautiful experience of being part of community. So enjoy your day, be mindful and invest in yourself and in your surrounding. I wish you a blissful day. Bye.